Hey, I'm so glad to be talking to you today. This is John Orberg, and we're a little community online, the Fellowship of the Withered Hand, that realized there is much in life that we cannot do, but God can. And so we ask him to take over our lives and walk with us day at a time and try to be connected with him. And one real important aspect of that journey, a real important part of life and growth is questions. Sometimes in communities of faith, questioning is frowned on or looked down upon as though it's opposed to faith. But actually, Jesus asked more questions than anybody, and questions are an indispensable part of life and growth. And so we're taking a couple of weeks to walk through some questions, and it has been a sacred thing to read through bunches of them. Still love to see more if you've got some, but I just want to deal with only one uh, during this time. And here's the question. It is a biological truth that safety is a prerequisite for the best of us to emerge. How do we help people in pain feel safe with God? And I am no biologist, but I think a lot about safety these days and, and in so many ways feel like I'm living in an unsafe world and feel like not just that I've seen bad things happen and bad things happen all around the world, but uh, I'm living in a season when I wonder what's going to happen in the future and what bad thing might come and there's no way I know to hold it off. And so I'm living with this one a lot. I want to share with you what I believe or most want to believe about it, but it's something that I'm very much in the middle of process on. Uh, I was listening to a talk not long ago by philosopher Dallas Willard that I had never heard before. He passed away about eight years ago. And uh, I was very struck by the beginning of it. He said that he had been assigned to speak on the subject, God wants to be seen. But he said, I'm shifting my topic to was Jesus nuts? And I had never heard anybody talk about the question, was Jesus nuts? And Dallas's uh, starting place for it was Jesus teaching in places, maybe most famously in a talk he did in the Sermon on the Mount, where he's addressing the subject of worry. And he just says, I wouldn't worry. I wouldn't worry about your life. What are you going to eat or drink? I wouldn't worry about your body. What are you going to wear? I wouldn't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow's got enough worries of its own. And the reason for that is that there is a heavenly father. And if we look at the world, Jesus says part of what we'll see is that God provides. God provides for the lilies of the field and God provides for the birds of the air. There is a kind of provision and watch care and uh, uh, love and delight for the world that's going on. And God is everywhere. And that means God is with you. And so if you turn your life over to him, basically, Dallas said, Jesus is teaching Jesus's message could be put like this. This world is a perfectly safe place for you to be. And of course, that raises the question, was Jesus nuts? Because it is not obvious to me that this world is a safe place to me. Generally, if my circumstances feel safe, it seems like a safe place. But then if my circumstances don't, it does not. We were on vacation to the last couple of days back in Jackson Hole, and three of us decided as the youngest member of our party said, to fall out of the sky. We went paragliding. And mostly I felt like we were pretty safe until I was running off a cliff. And then my body was not so sure that this was a perfectly safe place to, for me to be. Now it was, but just because um, those clips and that great big chute behind me, and uh, most particularly the pilot, the one that I was buckled in with, knew what he was doing. 
and his confidence and care were such that I was safe all the time. But I didn't always feel that way. And what Jesus says, what he teaches is really about reality, that we live uh, in the reality of the kingdom of God. Now, often we don't think that part of our difficulty is that we are wired. We have been embodied and habituated to think that earthly reality, physical reality is all that there is. But Jesus is making a claim that it is not so. And that there is a heavenly father who cares about you, who loves you, who watches over you. And therefore, this world is a perfectly safe place for you to be. And my problem is that although I believe or want to believe in Jesus, I don't yet believe what Jesus believed. In uh, the Bible, there's a story. It's told several places. The Gospel of Mark is one of them. When Jesus and his disciples are in a boat and then a storm comes up. And it's described quite vividly that uh, the waves are uh, crashing over the boat, threatening to swamp it. And Jesus is sleeping on a cushion. And his disciples can't stand this, and they wake him up. And like the boat's about to get capsized, but what they say to him is, uh, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? Forget about the boat. What about us? And Jesus gets up and rebukes the wind and says, Be still. And then turns to the disciples and says, Oh, you of little faith, why do you doubt? Now, the disciples, when the storm comes up, have faith in Jesus, but they don't yet have the faith of Jesus. They believe he could do something to help them, but they don't yet believe what Jesus believed, which is that he was living more than he was living on a cushion in a boat, more than he was living on a storm in the sea. He was living in the hand of his father. And so uh, what made him safe was the presence of a father who loved him. And sometimes Jesus might calm the storm that you are in. Sometimes Jesus might calm you in this storm. But it doesn't really matter because you live in the hand of God. Now, I have a hard time seeing that. So how do I move towards that? How do we help people in pain, people like me, Find safety in God, because you will not find it in the world. Sometimes people will say things like, I don't think this is a safe person, or I don't feel like this is a safe place. And of course, some people are tremendously dangerous and not to be trusted at all, but nobody is a fully, I'll never find my safety in a person. I'll never find my safety in a place. Here's the way that it's described by Jesus' friend, um, John. And at the beginning of his letter, when he's an old man now, he's talking about Jesus and Jesus's message. I want to invite you to think about this for a moment. John begins, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our own eyes, which we've looked at and our hands have touched. This we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared. We've seen it, testified to it, proclaimed to you the eternal life that was with the Father and appeared to us. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. Now, I want you to pause for a moment and guess what the message is going to be that John's going to say. If you have a pen out and a journal or a piece of paper on, you might actually write down your guess. Out of everything that Jesus taught, John's going to summarize it now in a single sentence. What do you think that sentence will be? And it will be very interesting to discover the truth. This is the message we heard from him and declare to you. God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all.
God is light. There is nothing bad. There is nothing mean. There is nothing untrustworthy. There is nothing shadowy. There is nothing duplicitous. There is nothing distance. God is light. That was Jesus' basic message according to John. So my invitation, yours, is to make our way to this God. It's a fascinating thing. When a little child is born, they uh, develop the capacity, the need for attachment. A guy named John Bowlby has written a lot about this. And a child's very fear will make it cry out to a mom or to a dad. And uh, their presence with that child, their non-anxious presence, their soothing, is what will cause an attachment to be created with that little child. And it will create for them, Dan Siegel says, a haven of safety. See, the safety is not out there. The safety is in here. And I think that that picture of an attachment, John Bowlby called it a secure base from which the child can explore, navigate, journey in this world. That haven of safety, that secure base is to be inside of us. And it's almost like God is saying, anytime a little child is born and we watch that attachment form with a mom or with a dad, we are seeing that we were created to have a divine attachment. Uh, oftentimes, mental health workers have to work with some form of attachment disorder where there's not a sense of safety, or not a sense of well-being. And I think a lot of us have a kind of divine attachment disorder. And so we're invited to come before God and form the attachment by being with him and hearing again from Jesus. This world is a perfectly safe place for you to be. So today, if you find yourself in pain, and I know what that's like, if you find yourself afraid of what tomorrow might hold and you're not able to make it go away, then you might just go to another person. Never worry alone. And say to them, here's what I'm carrying. Would you remind me that God is with me? And you might go to God today. You might take that statement from John, Jesus's good friend, and carry it with you. God is light. God is light. And in him, there is no darkness at all. And because of that, because this world will come and go, but God is forever, this world is a perfectly safe place for you to be. I will see you in this world, God willing, tomorrow.